Hey guys, thanks for joining me today. You know, and thanks for taking a moment to soak up some of God's truth. It's so important to let God know that He's important, to really make Him the priority of each day. This isn't always easy. In fact, I would say that it can be difficult more days than not. It is so easy to let everything else take priority or become distracted by life or things that we want to do that day. I say this with all my fingers pointing back at me. I am guilty as charged. But praise Jesus that God is full of grace. He is patient with his people, turning their hearts, calling them back you know, to where we belong. If there is anything I can inspire you to do, I pray that it is this. I truly want to see the power of putting God first. I am working on this myself every day, but I want to see what God will do when we truly put him first, when I truly put him first. I'm not talking about lip service. I am talking about deep in your soul where it permeates your every thought and your behavior exudes God's presence. What would happen if we truly put him first? Not first on Sunday, but first every day. I believe lives would be changed, including our own. I believe peace would clothe you. Your faith would truly be your shield and the enemy would know defeat on a daily basis. I believe the impact would be felt far and wide. Okay, so let's jump into today's message titled, The Rain is Coming. I have known people that you know, could tell it was going to rain. They could feel it in their bones. The shift in the, in the air before it would rain would cause their joints to hurt. They could feel, they could feel it, you know, before they ever saw it, before they ever saw the rain. You know, my papa was, a, which was my dad's dad, my grandfather on my dad's side, um, was a farmer and he was better at telling you if it was going to rain than the weather forecasters do on TV. I know that's not saying much, but still. Um, have you ever just felt something deep inside that you just knew it was going to happen long before it actually happened? You know, you tell someone about it and they look at you like you're crazy, but you just can't shake it. it. You just feel it in your bones. That is how it is with God at times. You feel it deep in your spirit. God telling you what's coming. No matter what you do, you can't shake it. You just know. No matter how many people say you're crazy, you know his voice. So many times, though, God speaks to our spirit, puts a word or promise in our heart. But we can't see any evidence of that promise and we give up. We must have a persistent faith. Hebrews 11.1 1 says, Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Elijah demonstrates this faith for us in today's message. So to set the stage, Elijah just went toe-to-toe with 850 false prophets in an epic showdown at Mount Carmel to show the people who the one true God was, is, and will always be. God used this showdown to remind his people and turn their hearts back to him. Following that showdown, Elijah had all the false prophets of Baal and Asherah taken to the Kishon Valley um, where they were executed. Now, we pick up with Elijah telling King Ahab, about something that is coming, but there is no evidence to attest to that yet. Just Elijah's faith and and the promise that God gave him. So, 1 Kings 18, 41-42. And Elijah said to Ahab, Go, eat and drink, for there is the sound of heavy rain. So Ahab went off to eat and drink. But Elijah climbed to the top of Mount Carmel, 
bent down to the ground and put his face between his knees. Elijah has to be tired at this point, mentally, physically, spiritually, but he tells the king, go eat and drink, for there is the sound of heavy rain. But there was zero evidence that rain was coming. Not a cloud in the sky, but Elijah felt it deep in his soul, in his bones, so to speak. He knew what God had put in his heart. Elijah speaks of the, of the rain before there is any proof or sign to affirm it. This is definitely worth taking note of. This is a statement of faith that has some strong symbolism and meaning behind it. Elijah could hear the sound of rain before there was any sign of rain. So he could hear it before he saw it. The rain represents God's blessing and favor. Elijah could hear the sound of an abundance of God's favor before it was ever seen with human eyes. We have to listen with our spirit and we will hear the sound of rain before we see it. God will speak to your spirit. He will put a word or promise in your heart and you will hear God's promise. You will hear the sound of God's favor, but you may not see any proof yet. This is, this, at this moment is when our faith and prayer must accompany each other because this is precisely when the enemy will begin to whisper in your ear, sowing seeds of doubt, attacking your faith, using the weakness of the flesh to cause you to question, doubt, or lose hope in God's promises. But fear not, God shows us what to do. It says that Elijah climbed to the top of Mount Carmel and bent down to the ground and put his face between his knees. So Elijah got away from the distractions and got alone with God. Then he put himself in a position that expressed humility and he prayed. When the enemy tries to rob you of God's promises or blessings, get alone with God and pray for those promises. Pray for them until you see them. Be persistent in your faith. Verses 43 through 44. Go and look toward the sea, he told his servant. And he went up and looked. There is nothing there, he said. Seven times Elijah said, go back. The seventh time the servant reported, a cloud as small as a man's hand is rising from the sea. You see, faith and prayer makes the unseen seen. Elijah did not give up. Each time the servant went out to check for signs of rain and came back saying nothing, nothing is there. Elijah kept on praying until the unseen became visible. 2 Corinthians 5, 7 says, For we walk by faith, not by sight. What would have happened if Elijah stopped praying or lost faith and gave up? Who knows? But what promises, you know, what promises of God have we missed out on because we gave up? Because we could not see any evidence of that promise. Do we keep those promises silent so that, um, you know, do we keep those promises silent so that if they don't come true, no one is the wiser? We don't have to worry about what anyone would say. You know, make fun of you, judge you. You won't have to worry about looking stupid or silly to whoever. But if you make it known, you have to believe it and stand on it and be willing to look silly or foolish. You have to have faith and truly believe that God put that word in your heart. You must be willing to put yourself out there and say, I trust you, Lord. Let the world know my faith lives in you. It's easy to remain silent, never really declaring your faith, never really putting yourself out there. Never stepping out on God's promises because we are afraid that people will not believe us or they'll make fun of us. 
But let me encourage you in this. Elijah tells the king, rain is coming, even though there is no proof of that. He puts himself out there. Then he prays until God's promise comes to pass. He would have looked silly if the rain never came. Another thing to consider is the impact of that faith on others. When we truly know that God has put something on your heart and you make it known, when it comes to pass, consider the impact it might have on those around you. How might it strengthen their faith? Maybe someone is on the fence about putting their faith in Christ. Then they see your faith in action. They see you put yourself out there. Then they see what was unseen become seen. What impact could that have? The world needs to see our faith in action. We need to show them that this is not just lip service. We need to show them that we believe in God's promises and we are not afraid to declare them. We are ambassadors for Christ and we, and we might be all of Jesus someone sees. So when they see us, what do they see? Jesus declared the word, of, the word of God and the promises of God to many, especially his disciples, regardless of how crazy it may have sounded at the time. But, what, but it was when he, they saw the things that he declared come to pass, their faith was affirmed. When others see us living out our faith, when they see our faith in action, when we declare what God has put on our heart and we stand firm and remain steadfast in prayer till it comes to pass, how might that impact someone's life or strengthen someone's faith? It started out like a tiny cloud rising from the sea, a tiny cloud that soon turned into the sky filled with dark clouds and the abundance of rain came just as Elijah has stated. What I see here is that Elijah walked with God, he trusted God, and when he heard God speak, he believed it and stood on it and wasn't afraid to declare it. If God said it, believe it, declare it, and then witness it. I believe this world has seen timid Christians afraid to live boldly for him for too long. I believe God is calling his people to rise up and declare his promises, to live out their faith. Let the world see your faith in action. Let your faith testify of his great name, of his glory, honor, and goodness. Let's be willing to step out there and look foolish if necessary so that others might see there is a God in heaven who loves them and sent his son to a cross for them so that the world may know he is the one true God and there is no other. Let your faith shine like a lighthouse, like a city on a hill. Let it light the way for others. And let your good works in his name serve as evidence of your faith, so the world may see and know he is God. Jesus, where do I begin? I don't know what to say. I'm sorry for all the ways that I've failed you. I ask you to forgive me for not always living out my faith. Forgive me for not putting my faith in action, for not letting my faith testify of your goodness. God, I ask you to show your people how to live boldly for you. Show us how to live out our faith, to put it on full display for the world to see. Give us strength, Jesus, to declare your promises and walk by faith, not by sight. Consume us, Lord. Let your holy fire consume all that stands in our way from being what you have purposed us to be. Let your Holy Spirit fall on us, fill us, flow through us. Show this world once again that you are the one true God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. 
the God who was and is and forever will be. Call your people out and up, Lord, and use us, Lord, to declare your truth. Show the world that you are turning hearts back to you. Let those who are lost see your mercy, that you delay your return so that all may have a chance to believe and find salvation in Jesus. May you bless your people, Lord, and pour out your anointing on all those who are actively working to reach the lost. And all this we ask in your name. Amen.